0: Hey there, this is Alan Montesilio. I'm the editor of The Bay. KQED is hoping to learn more about how you listen to podcasts and what you love about them. So if you have just 10 minutes to spare, please fill out our podcast survey. It's at kqed.org slash podcast survey. I know there's so much going on right now, but if you have the time, we'd really, really appreciate it. This will help us, help me, Devin, Erica, all of us at KQED continue to bring you shows that matter to you. So once again, that's kqed.org slash podcast survey. And thanks. So it's been more than six weeks since the COVID-19 vaccine first arrived in California, and the rollout has been super confusing. Even now, people still have all kinds of basic questions, like, am I eligible? Or where can I get the vaccine? And the answers are not easy to find.
1: To a large extent, this is what's kind of taken a lot of people by surprise, that there is no one place that you go for your information, that everything is so fractured out.
0: Today, we're talking to KQED's engagement editor about the biggest questions our audience is asking about getting a vaccine. And we'll talk about who has been filling the information void in California. I'm Devin Katayama. Welcome to The Bay.
1: The analogy I would make is like, it's like seeing the rescue boat, but being unable to find a way to jump aboard it. That's what I would say.
0: Carly Severn is a senior engagement editor for KQED. She spends a lot of time hearing directly from KQED listeners all over the Bay.
1: Anytime something big happens in the Bay Area, we open up the comment box. We say to people, what do you need to know? How can we serve you? Submit your question and tell us what you need to know. The questions people submit, they steer our coverage. They tell us what people really want to care about, what they want to hear about. And if we're able, you'll get an email back too. And those actually come from me. If you submit a question, you'll probably get an email back from me.
0: How many people have actually written into KQED with questions about vaccinations?
1: Um, So far, it's almost 150. And we've had the comment box open for, I think, only a couple of weeks. And what I've seen more recently is a lot of outrage and disappointment and dismay around the announcement that previous phases that had been announced to come after what we have right now, which is healthcare workers, care home residents, folks over 65, those phases are essentially going to be scrapped. And those phases did include more essential workers and younger adults with health conditions or disabilities, which Increase their risk of severe COVID-19. And so particularly, we have seen a big outcry from disability advocates, and they're feeling pretty abandoned, not just by the state changing things up, but also by the lack of any further clarity on what this exactly means. The state says it's going to offer more clarity soon, but I've been waiting for days now, and I've seen nothing. <laughs> These messages that have been coming in, they're pretty hard to read. They are frustrated, people are confused, they're angry, they're sad. Some people are quite desperate um, and I completely get it.
0: You're telling me. So that's why it's very, very frustrating as they open up and close and open up and close.
1: We heard from Barbara Arietta, who is 77, and she lives in San Mateo County. And she contacted us about trying to schedule an appointment for about a month now. And she did all the right things. She first went to her healthcare provider to ask them. And from there, really couldn't find clear answers. Bottom line, we have no access to vaccines, to resources currently giving
0: vaccinations in San Mateo County. Yet we have lived in this county for 57 years. What questions are you getting that you're able to answer and which ones can't you answer?
1: Okay, so there are some simple ones. Who's eligible? I can tell you that straight away. I can send you the link. It's healthcare workers and long-term care residents and people over 65, according to the state. But it doesn't necessarily mean you'll be able to get your appointment because of limited supply. A slightly more difficult question people ask is, how do I make the appointment? Then we're getting into tricky territory. I always tell people if you've got a healthcare provider great call them first if you don't or if you don't have insurance go to your county and see what they say people want to know i'm over 65 why can't i get my vaccine again i tell them it's low supply it's worrying the amount of people that are messaging asking us how do i get my second shot because i really think that if you're giving people the first shot It's very important that they know how to get that second shot, because as we know, the efficacy of the vaccine depends on having these two shots together at the right time frame.
0: I also feel like that's something that should be decided like right there, right when you get that first shot.
1: You'd think, right, like put the needle in my arm and tell me at the time where I come back for dose number two. Um, And the fact that we're getting messages on this, I think, indicates that there might be a bit of a disconnect there.
0: Where are people supposed to go to get their questions about the vaccine answered?
1: At the time of talking, there is no centralized, state-run, statewide interface for being able to make a vaccine appointment. That is something that personally I would love to see change because folks are getting different messages from different counties. I I think that a lot of the counties aren't necessarily being given a lot of information themselves, and that does prevent them from giving out information. I am a big believer in telling people what you don't know yet. I think that clarity about a system being confusing can itself be very helpful. San Francisco has actually done a good job of that. When you go to their website, it tells you, even though you're eligible, you probably won't be able to get an appointment for a while. And that's because of low vaccine supply. And that's actually really helpful to be told that, right? So I'd like to see more counties follow that lead in telling people what they don't know right now and kind of when they might know it. It's, it, it's the old knowledge is power thing, you know.
0: The state recently set up a notification system called MyTurn, but it's still a limited pilot project right now. And in the meantime, there are still so many people with many stories like the ones Carly's talking about. Stories of people spending hours and hours figuring out where they can get a vaccine appointment. And in the past few weeks, one completely volunteer-run website has helped fill in this gap. It's called Vaccinate California, or VaccinateCA.com.
1: How it started is actually really interesting. After Governor Newsom said that people over 65 were eligible for the vaccine, people go online straight away trying to get their appointment, trying to get their parents appointments and instantly found out how hard it was trying to do that. There was this tech worker called Patrick McKenzie, and he put out this simple call on Twitter uh, for like-minded folk uh, to help him with a civics project, to help him create a database of locations offering vaccinations. So volunteers signed up, a lot of them engineers, I should say, and they built a simple dashboard system And then a lot of the work on the ground is being done by simple phone banking, folks volunteering to pick up the phone and call pharmacies, call clinics, call hospitals and ask them, are you offering the vaccine? Who are you offering the vaccine to? How much vaccine do you have? And how can someone make an appointment with you?
0: Hi, I'm Manish Greg I'm one of the organizers of Vaccinate CA. I've been around since, almost since the inception of the project.
1: When I spoke to the folks at Vaccinex CA, I, I, I kind of almost anticipated that they would tell me about some alchemy they were using, right? How did they get all of this information in one place? Um, and they told me engineers and phone bankers, and that's how they get everything that they have.
0: We ended up actually directly impacting uh, the vaccine distribution in certain ways.
1: They actually tipped off a whole bunch of Rite Aid pharmacies in San Bernardino County to the fact that their pharmacies weren't in the county system. So they had vaccines, but they just weren't able to accept appointments because they weren't in the system.
0: Until we called, these, these vaccines were inaccessible to everyone uh, and nobody knew that this was the case. That is pretty amazing that volunteers are doing that level of work.
1: It's bonkers. And now it's a fully fledged website, vaccinateca.com. It's really easy to use. You plug in your location and it will show you all the vaccination locations around you, who they're accepting and how to make appointments. And they told me this information is regularly updated, um, which is really important. Right. During the pandemic, we have seen how misinformation whether it's intentional or it's inadvertent, it can rush to fill this void that's created by an absence of reliable info from official sources. So it sounds like they're quite focused on getting things exactly right. I think a lot of people would be really surprised and even shocked to learn, no, that's just volunteers. Yeah, it it
0: does seem like a big problem, though, for California if a volunteer run website is one of the best places to go to get information about where you can get the vaccine. I'm curious, like what has the state said about this? Are they interested in partnering in some way with Vaccinate CA or have they said anything?
1: I did ask the California Department of Public Health what they thought about Vaccinate CA, whether they had any intention of partnering with them. I asked them this so a week or two ago and they told me they had no comment. I asked Vaccinate CA the same question, and, you know, they, they were a little cagier about it. They said that uh, they were having some conversations and might have more information soon. But you have to wonder how it would feel working at the state, seeing volunteers doing what the state at present is not doing.
0: You know, I'm curious because you, uh, you've you been responding to so many people who've written in what have you learned about how people need to get this information like how to best provide it to people because clearly there's a lot of people who want to talk to someone about figuring this out and how to do it
1: clarity could not be more important and again i'm i say this a lot but clarity about lack of clarity can be really helpful if people feel like something is being kept from them or if they're coming up against dead ends that's how we get into a lot of these really dangerous situations, I think, around misinformation. Because when you lack clarity and clear information on certain things, often you will find other things rush to fill that void. And if you're lucky, it's something like vaccinates the A, right? Well-meaning volunteers, phone banking, and making the clearest dashboard in the state. But if we're unlucky, It won't be well-meaning volunteers who are rushing to fill that void of information. And that, for me, is a big concern.
0: Carly, thank you so much.
1: Thank you, Devon.
0: Carly wrote about the five most common questions KQED's audience have and their answers. We'll leave you a link to that in our show notes and to more information about who's eligible and where you can go to get vaccinated. Thanks to Carly Severn, Senior Engagement Editor for KQED. This episode was produced by Eric Cruz-Guevara, Shailen Martos, myself, and our editor, Alan Montecilio. The Bay is local news to keep you rooted, made by your public media station, KQED. I'm Devin Kadayama. That's all we got. Talk to you next time.